Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in today's episode, Stefan and Boy Wonder Ed Ray share seven killer ways to justifiably increase your rates and land gigs that pay 5 to 10K or more. Make sure to listen until the very end because these powerful insights can set you on the path to exponential growth and success as a freelancer. I hope you enjoy. All right, next up, we have a question from Sam about finding high-paying clients. Sweet. What's up, Sam? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I'm pretty good. I didn't know I was going to get to talk to you guys. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I had two, I actually had three questions, but, um, but my main question By was... By all means. <laughs> yeah. Um, assuming that, and I wrote, I just, just assuming that, you know, I'm someone who's, who's worked with a lot of different types of clients and, and I know that I, I deserve to be paid that much. Where do I go about finding clients for about five to 10,000 per like landing page? Yeah. Right now I've been working on like, the manifestation model, which I'm not sure is sustainable. I mean, it is in some ways, but it's like, I just, just seem to attract them to me from nowhere, but I'd like to have more of a consistent kind of, you know, steady flow. Yeah, absolutely. Got manifestation skills. Then I, I'm, I'm pretty much. On, <laughs> I, I'm on the same boat now. Um, but you know, by, by design, not uh, <laughs> by hope marketing. Um, <laughs> Steph, you want to go ahead first on this one? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that it really comes down to your reputation and your network. I think you know if you are at a place where you feel like you've had a lot of wins and you've got a lot of clients, big results, and you can really justify charging, you know, five or $10,000. I think you have to start being comfortable putting yourself out there a little bit more. Um, you know, whether, the, and again, it, doing it like in a humble brag type of way, it, it not like a, um, you know, like kind of like a douchey way, but like, you know, even if you put like, Oh, like boom, so stoked, like helped uh, XYZ client. Like they just launched this you know, told me they were gross this, like I was really scared, but I also knew the project was gonna be good, but you never know. Like, here's like three lessons I learned from that. Right. Putting posts like that out there where you're kind of sharing like wins you've had for clients, like in Justin, Stefan talk copy or other groups or whatever it is, um, or your personal Facebook page, if you have like whatever, um, you know, and then, but, but provide value while you're doing it. So you're not just sort of like bragging, but instead you're sort of, again, you're providing value. I think that's really helpful. Uh, and then I think on the network side, like, you know, being a part of masterminds, like I know somebody put like copy accelerator, which is like true, but it doesn't have to be copy accelerator. I mean, the thing is like, you know, as you join, if you, if you join masterminds and communities and you talk with people and build relationships that like everyone, I was just at the flight club mastermind this weekend and you can't like hire me, but, um, like, 
I mean, you can't, it's like, it's like, I guess you could hire me maybe for a ton of money. But point is like, I was always people need copywriters. Like every, everyone needs copywriters. It's, it's, it's like, there's just no shortage. And these are all people who are paying, you know, $25,000, $30,000 a year to be in a mastermind. They have like thriving businesses and like, they're all, um, it's flight, not fight, flight club. Um, but they're all like, you know, a bunch of people looking for copywriters. So every mastermind I've been, even back in the day, like um, when I stopped my health supplement company and like kind of went back to doing more freelancing stuff, like just uh, talking mastermind friends were like hiring me left and right. Um, so I really feel like, you know, building a network that way is really valuable. Uh, I would really consider it, you know, it doesn't have to be a super high ticket one. Uh, but also a lot of those masterminds do have like payment plans and you can do a monthly option. I mean, Copy Accelerator does as well. Um, so those are the two biggest things that come to mind for me. And then, and yeah, maybe number three is like, and just making sure that you do feel like uh, not being afraid to to just quote high amounts and and not being, if people say no, you know, being detached from that outcome um, and doing the math, I guess that's the fourth thing. I talk about, you know, doing the math type stuff where you, you may have heard me talk about that before some, but basically when you talk to a client, showing them how hiring you paint the picture of how that can get them like a big ROI so that they're not thinking about, because the big thing is like, not that they're paying you, um, you're not getting them to say like, yes, to giving you money. You're getting them to say yes to investing in their business. And it's a really subtle, but very important difference. Right. Um, like that's why you're like, like Steve Gunn, you're on the, can I, can I say what you're, we're going to do for CA light? If you're still in here, and if you're still on the call, if you are Steve, put in chat, I'm allowed to say it. I'll give him a minute to see if he's on here. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve Gunn hit me up. So for copy starter light, for example, we've been doing something where we've been hiring, we've been going to business owners and saying, Hey, give us $15,000. We'll hire 10 writers from copy starter light, pay them $1,500 each. And then Justin and I will pick the top two offers and copy chief them. So you'll get at least two good offers, but you'll have 10 total offers, um, to like test. And then we had, we're doing another round right now of Ryan Saplin. We had six people say yeah before. And then Steve Gunn messaged me, uh, I guess I think over the weekend and was like, Hey, can I, I really want to do that before the year's over, but I'll put up 30,000. So he's going to pay 30,000. So we're going to hire 10 writers at $3,000 each for copy starter light. Steve gets 10 offers. And then two of them, you know, just now copy chief. So it's fucking awesome that Steve Gunn is doing that. And, uh, love you, Steve. But Steve's also doing that, not just because he's like an amazing guy, but because he ex expects, because these are writers who are trained in RBC method, they're in copy accelerator light. And, um, you know, Justin and I are gonna look at the copy that he's gonna get a really good ROI. So again, if Steve, uh, you know, Steve, feel free to correct me in the chat, but yeah, he says, I'm in it for the money stuff. And yeah, exactly. Like Steve is, an, an, is a, the, one of the coolest dudes I know. He's actually my guest on RBC Applied tomorrow. We're breaking down his Tommy Chong offer. Um, but like, you know, he's not just like trying to donate money. He, he, he wants an ROI. So, but he knows that if he gives like for this $30,000, there's a high probability that he'll make back millions of dollars. And so that's why he's doing it. So to him, then he has $30,000 isn't a big deal because of the ROI. Like it's a big deal. It's, it's still lots of money, but it's like, he knows he'll get an ROI. So that's a bunch of stuff. Um, but Ed, do you want to add from there? Or if I nailed it, you know, that's fine too, obviously. I mean, you de you definitely nailed it, but there's always different perspectives too, right? I don't know. I've, I've, yeah. I I I come from a like yours. Yours is definitely the the shortcut. Yours is the shortcut if you've got the, the like shortcuts and the and the connections, and that's definitely good. Um, and I've I've used that for sure. Um, actually, one that I was putting in the chat is like, I I don't remember the last time I had to look for a client, um, just because of kind of how I set everything up. Um, and I charge ten thousand dollars for a sales letter, as of right now. So one of the best things to do 
it's not to me it's like yes like stefan said um it's not about like to me to me it's not about like finding clients who can uh who will pay you a lot which like yes that's really important to do that but you have to also be be a person who can get paid a lot as well so that comes down to your personal branding that comes down to um how you show up how you talk with your client your self-belief your mindset um as well as how you differentiate yourself i mean we're we're in like a really awesome community where it's like oh i'm a copywriter and then people will pay you a fuck ton of money that's amazing i love that that's so dope uh but like i'm i'm gonna give a strategy for somebody who maybe doesn't have the you know the, the tools to afford you know uh, mastermind or being part of a higher network uh, level network um, just because and this is also another method so you can do kind of both so which is starting to differentiate yourself differentiate yourself from other copywriters and really take yourself out of that uh, mentality of you know I'm a quote copywriter and then having a different persona or a story or something that people know you for that differentiates you from everybody else. Uh, if you look at um, a lot of the most successful copywriters, they all have very different um, things that differentiate them, not just their track record over many, many years, but usually they'll, they'll focus on one specific type of copywriting or they'll focus on stories that they tell about themselves that really uh, make them into a very uh, sought after copywriter. Michael McGovern says Ed positions himself as the sexiest copywriter alive. I cannot take that title. I think it'd have to go to Stefan, um, but I do my best. So I think it's, oh, the chest. That's what I mean, I, I have mine too, but I have a hoodie on. So, uh, <laughs> so I think it's really important to um, also find the blue ocean in your industry as well. Like find out what people are not doing, find out what people are not helping with. Uh, find out what pain points the audience has that has not really been dealt with um, and find a way to write your copy around it. Like I noticed a lot of copywriters, they're so good at selling other people's products or services, but when it comes to selling their own thing, they forget all the foundations of what is their audience's problem. Uh, like for example, um, I actually, I hired somebody to write a sales letter for me. And I, I was, I was so burnt out. I couldn't write a sales letter. I could have whipped it up in a day, but I was like, okay, I'll pay you three grand for this or five grand, whatever it is. Um, but they didn't do their due diligence to uh, be like, Hey, you know what? Do you have any upsells for this course? And then I say, no. And they go, great. I can, I can write, I can write and make those for you for one to two grand each. And then they could have also asked, Oh, like, I know you're burnt out. How about if, you know, I write you like five, 10 emails to launch this thing. And, you know, it's like one to 200 bucks per email. They could have taken a 3k deal and turned it into a 6k deal. So it, maybe it's not about like, you know, having a high paying client who, you know, will pay you 10 grand. Like, yes, that's important, but it's also knowing how to serve your client by solving more pain points and upselling them on more things during the buying process, which I think a lot of copywriters forget about. The other thing is also, advice. go on. Thank you. Yeah. The other thing is, dude, I have, 
honestly, I'm thinking of making like a little a little thing on this because um, I have a lot of little stuff like this that people don't really think about when it comes to copywriting. Um, it's also really fun to talk about. Making money is cool. So another one is not not selling people on on piecemeal, but selling on campaigns. So for example, you wouldn't want to be like, okay, you know, here is like you go to a client. How many emails do you want? Because then you become an order taker, not an expert. Instead, you go, hey, you know what? You're launching this promotion. Um, I recommend, you know, ten emails here. Uh, as like the, or maybe like five, five emails as like the, the, the pre-launch to get them excited about the idea of it shifts and beliefs. And then we have the launch, you know, two emails a day for a week or something like that. And then on the very last day, that's, you know, three to seven emails. So instead of getting paid for five emails, you get paid like, you know, so, so let's say you're charging 200 bucks per email. And instead of getting a thousand bucks for five emails, you're getting three to five grand for an entire sequence. And that not only uh, makes you a lot more money and positions you better, it gets your client way more results because you've orchestrated the campaign for them. So there's, there's my rant. No, that's a really good rant. You know, like, Laura, awesome. oh, go ahead, Psalm. Sorry. Okay. Before, um, no, that's awesome. I love that. I, I, um, I've had to I've had to be, I've been doing that for forever with the, with, but not at those price points. And I was doing hour, hourly forever, which don't do hourly, <laughs> never is, do hourly. No, no, yeah, no, no. no, I've had, and I had a call recently with a potential client and actually someone recently said to me, Hey, if you have a hundred percent close rate, which I do, um, you're, you're too cheap. <laughs> you're too cheap. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, okay, they're like, if, if 50% of the people you have on a call, you, you get, have a call with are, are hell yes to you. I mean, then you're doing great <laughs> at, at a higher price point then you're doing great. But if, if they're not, um, and if it's lower than that, obviously you're maybe charging too much, but if it's, yeah, if you have a hundred percent close rate, you're too cheap. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's so true. That's totally true. Steven. Oh man. Steven Butler's in, he's, he's saying he'll, he'll reach out to me for sure. Um, that's actually so funny. I haven't had anybody say no to my 1500 an hour price point for compliance consulting. So I think I got to up it to 2k. <laughs> I do really we'll like, see. um, and I mean, I, cause yeah, Lori used to be really good doing those upsells and things like that. And to your point, mm. like, it's funny, I totally forgot about that, but that that's such a good strategy. Um, but also the blue ocean stuff too. I mean, like one of the reasons it's easy for me to command such high fees is when people are like, who is the best person in the world at writing, the sales letter for like a health supplement or like a new health offer. And it's like, my name is always one of the, like the three names that comes up mm-hmm. and then they reach out to me and then I'm like, uh, you're really good at it. So it's like, you know, for you, like you, you targeted compliance, but, um, yeah, who's the best at writing copy for going back to manifestation, like the manifestation sort of, um, like that space. And it's like, well, Alex Catoni is one of the absolute best. Like there's a person who comes up. So like, if you can be that person or in that conversation for, you know, uh, a niche within the marketplace, it just makes it a lot easier to, to charge higher fees. Cause now you're not another copywriter. You're the expert at the go-to person at this. And it just makes charging way better. Um, Ed, you- Ed, you'd kind of mentioned personal branding. Um, and I wanted to know, I, cause I've been waffling about whether I should invest in that. I don't know. Is it, is it really worth it? I mean, to go all out for like an $8,000 website redesign and get my, you know, my, my personal niche is, is, is health coaches right now. Um, but mm-hmm. I also, I, I do work with, um, with 
like Eckhart Tolle was one of my clients. I have like Lisa Nichols, a lot of like um, personal development people. So, um, I mean, I could, and then that's how my, my copy right now on my website is sort of geared toward health coaches and toward conscious entrepreneurs. How specific do you want to be number one? And then how important is the personal branding? Is that like, is that really something we should invest in? So two things, one, you don't need a website to be, to have a personal brand. That's a fallacy. Um, personal branding at the end of the day is just how you show up in the eyes of your audience. That's it. It's just how you talk about yourself and how you position yourself. I guess better than personal branding is more positioning is a better way to look at it. Um, like Stefan said, he's positioned himself as, you know, the mentor to copywriters. He's positioned himself as, you know, the, uh, like, you know, almost billion dollar copywriter. He's positioned himself as the owner of copy accelerator, you know, co-owner of copy accelerator which is like the most prestigious copywriting and marketing mastermind in the world right now. And he's positioned himself as somebody who dominates supplement health copy. It's like, he, he, like he has a website. Sure. But it's, you don't need a website to change the perception of your audience and how people respond to you. Also a couple more thoughts. Um, and I think, but you can have a website, but you don't have to pay $8,000. I mean, I mean like, like you can like just you, build it on WordPress can. for free or I pay someone 500 bucks or something. I have a yeah. basic website. Um, but B like 8,000 is outrageous. Like I don't like, I yeah. feel like I paid a couple grand for my website. I don't even have a pretty, website. Like, I know you don't, but yeah, but I think, okay. So I, but I'm, let me tell you, I mean, cause I have my list. Like, how did you, like, where did you, uh, hear about me? And it's, and like, you know, so I, I look at it every single day and I, I, like I talk about it all the time. I totally like don't approve people who don't give me good answers, but, um, yeah, it's same. like, I do get website a good amount. Um, but it's not, they didn't, they, it's not organic SEO. It's because they heard about me on a podcast or something like that, or somebody mentioned me and they went to my website and then they opted into my list. Um, really for me, it is like, um, people join the Justin seven talk face copy Facebook group. Cause now like after a couple thousand people and it, we're like, Oh, we should probably tell people when they join to opt into our list. Uh, YouTube actually gets me a lot of people and YouTube's free. If you're comfortable putting yourself out there and doing videos, um, I get opt-ins every single day to my list from YouTube, uh, Instagram, I actually get opt-ins pretty much every day from Instagram. And then it's like word of mouth referral. Um, it's like people like talking about me in different, like, places is probably like at least 50% of my list is just word of mouth and referral for sure. Still. Um, but like the website itself, like organically following on my website does, isn't a lot. So, um, guest podcasts are good. I get, I get a lot of people from guest podcasts. So those are the kind of things that for me are working the best. Like LinkedIn, I hardly get anybody, which is why, um, I'm kind of like telling my team, like we should, maybe we should pull back on LinkedIn a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's helpful. Um, some, I think well, we have a lot of questions. So I think I'm going to cut it on there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank sure. you. Thanks, Great guys. Question. Thank you. Awesome. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. 
But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.